0: Amen. Praise God. Well, people of God, uh, as I say this morning, we are praying for deliverance. Amen. Deliverance belongs to us. Amen. Deliverance belongs to us. And let me say something about deliverance that a lot of people, they don't understand. Okay. Uh, When we talk about deliverance, uh, I don't know why. People have this idea that when we talk about deliverance, we're talking about somebody, you know, uh, 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 it, who is demonic possessed or demonic oppressed or somebody uh, that, you know, that that is full of demons that is going to fall to the ground as they receive the prayer and they're going to throw up, they're going to scream, they're going to do all the stuff, okay? That happens, you know, to people, especially who are coming to Jesus, those who are still, you know, uh, uh, in bondage, you know, those who are still, you know, in the hands of the enemy. That can happen. But when I talk about deliverance, people of God understand this. When I talk about deliverance, I'm talking about God coming and breaking assignments of the enemy. And you have to understand, the people of God, when I talk about deliverance, I'm talking about the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ breaking, okay, a, an assignment of the enemy against your life, against your family. That's a deliverance. That does not mean that you need to vomit, to throw up, to scream, to yell, to fall to the ground. Amen. A lot of people, they do not understand about deliverance. They think that when You know, in order for a person to be delivered from the devil, that person needs to fall to the ground and do all this stuff. And he does it. You know, that happens. Of course that happens. I have, I'm telling you, I have plenty, plenty of testimonies on my channel. Okay. Especially in the comments. Of people saying, Fernando, I started listening to your to your videos, and all of a sudden I started manifesting demons while I was listening. And I'm telling you, I was just, uh, you know, uh, uh, I was just. Demons are just coming out of me. I was screaming. I was yelling. That happens, but don't think that you have to do that. Don't think that that has to happen in order for you to be delivered. Amen. Deliverance. Listen, I am a minister of the gospel. Okay. I am delivered from the demons that used to control my life, you know, 20 plus years ago. But until this day, I need deliverance. I pray for myself for deliverance all the time. Amen. Deliverance. If there's any assignment of the enemy against my life, if there's anything hindering, if there's anything blocking my life, if there's anything hindering me to grow, I ask the Lord, deliver me. God break that thing off my life. If there's any resistance in the spiritual realm hindering me to grow, hindering me to go to the next level, deliver me. Amen. That's a form of deliverance. Amen. And so I want you to understand that you, we all need deliverance. We all need to be delivered, Amen, from the, the hands of the enemy. We have a real enemy. Somebody say, "I have a real enemy," Amen. You have to believe that you have a real enemy. The Bible makes very clear that we have a real enemy, Amen. You know, the, the devil he works non-stop against okay the children of god amen the 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 enemy works against us you know his plan his purposes stop us amen and we are you know in ephesians say that we don't wrestle we don't fight against flesh or blood but is against you know the, the works of the enemy amen so uh you know in psalms 34 verse 17 I, I i love i so love this past scripture it says this in psalms 34 verse 17 uh, once again book of psalms chapter 34 verse 17 the bible says the righteous listen it's talking to the children of god the righteous cry out and the lord hears them and he delivers he delivers them the he delivers them from all their troubles amen their troubles that you and i face that is a pure attack of the enemy against our lives come on somebody you know their attacks their are, their troubles that we face okay on a daily basis their trials their tribulations and their attacks their their you know their troubles that we face that is an assignment of the enemy am i saying that every okay every hardship that you go through is a demon i don't believe it am i saying that every time that you go through a trial a tribulation is the devil no i don't believe that but i do believe that we have a real enemy that works nonstop against us and we have to discern if there's something if we're fighting against something that is of the devil if we are fighting against okay a demonic force we have to understand we cannot be blind to saying oh i guess this is just a season that I'm in or i guess this is just a bad luck okay that's how many christians they are they approach their christian life that's how many christians they live they are just, they, they ignore, they, they, they do not seek uh, you know uh, instructions from the Lord a lot of times. They do not discern, amen, what they're facing. As I said, I, wanted, I want you to hear this from a deliverance minister because there's so much garbage. There's so much people, especially ministry, in the areas of deliverance that they, they make things even harder for people. There are people that they're expert in putting people in even more bondage. And I'm telling you you have to be very careful listen. I thank God. I thank God for you know all the deliverance ministers that is out there, okay? That that is truly preaching the gospel through deliverance minister that is out there, okay? I thank God, okay? I pray that God will raise up even more ministers in this area, okay? When I started ministering okay in on YouTube okay deliverance okay eight years ago okay I used to say all the time that my dream especially living in the US North America my dream would it, my dream to this day okay one of my dream is is to see when the day comes when deliverance becomes the normal in the church in America this is one of my biggest dream is is to see the message of deliverance becoming normal in the church of America. Because if there's one church that needs more deliverance than any other church is the church in America, the church in America, okay, is by far one of the most, you know, one of the church that is in desperate need of deliverance. The church in America, in North America, is in desperate need of deliverance. And I thank God, I thank God for... the the deliverance ministers that God is raising up, okay, in this hour. There are plenty right now online. I thank God for their lives. I thank God for what God is doing through their ministry. I thank God for the the word, okay, the message of deliverance that is going out. There are plenty of people now on YouTube that are preaching deliverance, and that is incredible. That is amazing. That is awesome. Sound teachings teachings that point people to the Bible, teachings that point people to Christ, because that is the message of deliverance, pointing you to the deliverer, not to put you in more more bondage, and see, there are great ministers out there, they're preaching deliverance, and that is awesome, here in America, and I'm telling you, the message of deliverance is getting out there, more people are talking about, and this is incredible, I love that there are more people out there and they are talking about deliverance but still there's a whole lot of things out there that you have to be very careful and especially when when people makes deliverance hard they bring fear into your life they bring confusion to your life they only dig things you know out of your life and leave you in worse shape that you were before i'm telling you that is not of god Amen. There are a lot of things when it comes to deliverance that only brings confusion into people's life. And I'm telling you, the message of deliverance is simple. The message of deliverance is simple and easy. Okay? You are in bondage. Jesus Christ came to set you free. Amen. It does not matter what you did in your past. This is what I want you to get. Okay? Because I get a lot of people... Uh, you know, coming to my channel for deliverance, they are looking for deliverance, and they live under condemnation, they live under such a bondage of condemnation and guilt because of the things that they did in the past, and they say, man, I cannot ever be forgiven, I have done too much evil, or I have played too much, okay, with fire, I've been in a, you know, I've done everything the devil wanted me to do. Okay, and and you think, oh man, it's gonna take a lifetime for me to be set free. No, it does not take a lifetime. Listen, if there's one person that was in deep bondage, it was me. As I say this all the time, and I say this to glorify Jesus, and I say this to give you hope. Okay, if there's one person that was in the hand of the grip, in, in the in the hands of the devil, in the grip of Satan, that was me. Okay, I grew up in a dysfunctional home. A messed up home. I grew up in a home where, okay, the demonic was so real. Okay, I grew up in a home where, you know, as I said, my mother, my precious mother, she met okay after my uh, uh, after my my uh, my father, my uh, biological father, he left my mom when I was uh, still a little boy. I was uh, around two years of age, and he left us. He abandoned us okay, and so uh he left us. He didn't want anything to do with with my mom and my and I, and so uh my mom later on she met my stepfather and and she where she met her, my stepfather, uh, I, you know, she tells me and i I can you know uh, I was like, man, <laughs> I wish there was a better place you could' have meet him, but she met him. She met my stepfather, okay, in a uh, in a, uh, a witch house. She met my stepfather, okay, in this place, okay, where people did santaria and and, and and you know cult you know cult stuff, uh, you know where they used to go to counsel with you know psychics, uh, uh, counsel with you know with uh, uh, familiar spirits. She used to go there, you know, to get. You know, to read her future and all that stuff. That's where she found my stepfather. She met my mom. Didn't meet my stepfather in church, okay? They didn't meet, okay? You know, and you know, in a park, they didn't meet in a, you know, and she met my stepfather, okay, in a, you know, in a warlock in a, in a witch house, and uh, it, it, and so then they, you know, later they got married. And uh, and my goodness, my mom went through hell on earth with my stepfather. My mom, she suffered her, you know, pretty much her entire marriage with this man, with my stepfather. And uh, and so, uh, you know, and we saw we saw growing up. We uh, I saw okay, uh, you know, growing up with my stepfather, a man that was so possessed a man that was so into bondage, a man that, you know, used to come home pretty much every day. He was a work man, but he used to spend his entire salary, okay, in alcohol. He drank, he smoked his entire life, and he was, I'm telling you, he was a mess. And uh, so my entire family, it was messed up. And my, you know, uh, uh, my mom and my, uh, my family, they professed, to be Catholics, but they were with one foot in a Catholic church and one foot, okay, in the, you know, in the in the kingdom of hell. They were, you know, one foot in a, you know, in in darkness, in you know, in occult, you know. So there was this mix of, you know, of Christianity with occultism, uh, you know. So uh, that's the environment that I grew up in. And my, I'm telling you, growing up, uh, you know, uh, hearing uh, my stepfather saying, you know, pretty much every day when he would come home drunk, he would point the finger in my face and tell me this all the time, boy, you are not my son. That was, that was his pleasure, I guess. He rejoiced in saying that for some reason, but he would put the finger in my face and say, boy, you are not my son. And you're going to die on drugs. He used to say this all the time. You're going to die on drugs. I thank God because I never got into drugs. But I'm telling you, uh, you know, I grew up in that messed up environment. I telling you, the darkness it was so real, it was so thick. You know, g- you know, talking about generational, uh, you know, curses. Talking about generational bondage. Uh, man, it was, it, it was, it was huge. Uh, you know, talking about generational bonds, he used to curse me all the time, he used to put, uh, 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 he used to put, you know, uh, uh, the finger in my face and curse me, you know, all the time, you know, curse me all the time, and so I know very well, I know very well what it is to be, okay, in the grip of the devil, I know what it is to be under curses, and, and, you know, and, you know, at the age of you know, 15, 16, as I mentioned in my testimony, you know, my desire, my number one passion, desire was to kill my stepfather because I had so much hatred, violence inside of me. I used to go to high school just to get on fights, I used to fight with anybody. I didn't care if I would get beat up. I would, not, I would not stop. I could get beat up. And still I would keep fighting. Until the person that was beating me up would stop. <laughs> you know that happened a couple of times. But most of the time I would beat them up. I would beat people up. Because I was overpowered. I was controlled by a spirit of anger. A spirit of rage and unforgiveness. Because of the environment that I grew up in. But. This is the good news. I want you to understand this. This is the good news. The moment that Jesus came to my rescue, I surrender my life to Jesus. Okay? The moment that I say, I no longer want to walk in darkness. I want to live for Jesus. I want to live according to the Bible. I want to live according to this book. And I start living according to the Bible. Putting into practice what I learned In the word of God. Guess what? The devil could no longer stand. Every demon that used to control my life had to pack their bag and go somewhere else. They couldn't stay. It didn't take okay years for me to be delivered. And this is what I don't get. I honestly, I do not get when people tell me, Fernando, I've been looking for deliverance for the past five years. I've been seeking deliverance for the past five years, 10 years. I just don't get that. That cannot get into my mind and my heart. I don't get that because deliverance should not take that long. If you are serious with Jesus Christ, if you're serious in your walk with Christ, if you are serious to say you know what? from this day on I surrender my life to Jesus and I'm gonna walk according to the Bible. I'm gonna die to self so that I can live for Christ. I'm gonna pick up my cross and I'm gonna follow Christ daily. I can't comprehend I can understand that you know people say that you know it's been taking them 10 years to be set free. It doesn't take that long. If you live according to the Bible, guess what? It's immediately something like, like that, it can happen. You can get happen, you, you can be delivered, okay, within you know minutes, within hours, within days, and weeks. It depends how you know how is your situation. Amen. But it should not take you a lifetime for you to be free. And I hear this all the time, especially in America especially in America, I hear people saying all the time, Fernando, pray for me. I've been following Christ, you know, all my life, and I've been looking to be set free, and I still, you know, 10 years have passed, and I still in bondage. I'm telling you, I don't get that, because deliverance is supposed to be simple. you you don't need a revelation that is hidden in the skies, okay? You don't need a revelation, this deep revelation. Oh, finally, I got the the key to deliverance. No, deliverance is simple. Die to self, renounce your sins, surrender to Christ, fall according to the Bible, and you're going to see. Listen, if you do that, God will set you free. You will be delivered. But if you live with, you know, if you live you know, uh, 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 you know, for Jesus today, and then tomorrow you live for the flesh. You live for Jesus today. Tomorrow you want to live according to the world. You are just going back and forth, back and forth. You know, then it makes sense why it's taking so long. It makes sense why it's taking a lifetime. Amen? Because when it comes to... The Lord, the people of God, when it comes to deliverance, when it comes to walk, you know, uh, according to the Bible, you know, and really being a true father of Christ, there's not such a thing as a shortcut. You know, if you ask me, Brother Fernando, you know, just tell me what is the easiest way to be delivered? And I'll say, say to you, there's no easy way. There's no shortcut. The only way to deliverance is the way of the cross. The only way to be set free is the way of the cross. Pick up your cross daily and follow Christ. Amen. And this thing of oh, man, I, you know, I want to be set free. You know, I love God. I've heard people saying to me, Fernando, I spend my entire day praying. All that I know is just pray. All day long, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, and I'm still in bondage. I, I just don't get that. I was like, that's not the God that I serve. It's impossible for a child of God to be crying out to God all day long. Crying out to God, God set me free. Be the number one in my life. Be the first in my life. I want to love you with all my heart. And, And God just... Just leave that person, you know, aside and, and and don't come to their rescue. That's not the God that they serve. If you pray to God every day, you seek God and you, you you do the best you can to put God first in your life, to make God the number one priority in your life. And you put God and you start walking according to His word. Guess what? Things will fall off you. You know, I I say this. My testimony, I had so much issues in my life. I had so many demons that used to control my life. Okay, the main one, as I said in the past, the main one that used to control my life, it was anger, rage, violence, okay, you know, forgiveness. This is all the, the things that you that the that, uh, that I noticed that was the big thing in my life, but I still I had I had load of stuff in my life. I was loaded up, I was I was low, I was just, you know, I was full of, of devils, okay? And, and when God delivered me from, from this, you know, four things, you know, anger, rage, uh, violence, okay, uh, uh, and uh, uh, unforgiveness, you know, I remember, you know, when I got delivered, God delivered me inside of the church, crying out to God, and a ah, person laying hands on me. I just called upon the name of the Lord, God, deliver me, okay. And uh and that thing came out of me. I felt like a hundred pounds just came out of me. It was an amazing experience. I got set free, okay. And but listen, this is what I want you to understand. I still had a lot of things in my life that was wrong. I still had so many things that, that I had to be delivered from, okay? But I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you the day, I cannot tell you the hour, I cannot tell you when I got delivered from all the other stuff. You know why? Because once I got delivered from those main things. I kept my eyes, okay, on the Lord. I kept my eyes in Jesus, and I kept falling in love with the Word. I kept praying daily. I kept seeking God daily. I kept going into the woods, okay, where I grew up in Brazil. I would go in into the woods, and to be by myself, with God, and there in the middle of the jungle, I would just pray. I would be by myself, praying to God, calling upon the name of the Lord, and I'm telling you, I don't remember when I got set free from all those things. You know why? Because that was no longer my focus. My focus was God, and the more I focused in God, the more God delivered me. There are things were just coming off of me. It was just breaking off my life, and I don't even remember when I got set free because my eyes were so in the Lord, and the more I kept my eyes on him, the more he took care of the stuff that I need deliverance. That I need to be delivered from. Amen. I kept my eyes on the Lord. And he was just cleansing me. He was delivering me. Things were. The devils could no longer resist. There was too much fire. See when you pray. When you seek God. There's a fire. There's a cleansing that comes upon you. There's an anointing that purifies you. That sanctifies you. Amen? Sanctification is a real thing, people of God. Sanctification comes by seeking God. God will sanctify you. There are things in your life that you cannot overcome, you cannot do on your own. There are things in your life that you'll never be able to overcome with the power of your hands. But you make God first. You seek God first. You put God first in everything you do. Guess what? God will sanctify you. That is the work of the Holy Ghost, to sanctify you. Is the work of the Holy Spirit, and so I kept pressing into God, I kept seeking God, okay, and then God was just sanctified, He was cleansing. There are things in my life that I got convicted. There are things that I was doing, okay. There are sins, there were sins in my life, okay, that that that, that, that I was struggling with, and guess what? I got convicted. I got sanctified, I got convicted, and I didn't have to have one person pointing out to me, saying, Fernando, this is a sin in your life, or this is an issue in your life, this is something you need to stop. I didn't have one person telling me, it was all the Holy Spirit. I was getting sanctified by the Holy Spirit. The more I pressed in, the more I prayed to God, the more I kept praying, I kept seeking God, God began to sanctify me, and guess what? Those demons could not stay any longer. I was just getting delivered. I would look back. I was like, man, I don't have that problem anymore. I don't have that sin anymore. I don't have that struggle anymore. It's all gone. Why? Because I kept going after God. And the more I kept going after him, the more I kept going after him, the more he sanctified me. The more he purified me. The more he cleansed me. The more he, you know, he brought you know deliverance to my life. And so is that. Is that hard to understand? No, it's not that hard to understand. That is simple to understand. That is easy to understand, okay? Now, is it is it easy the process? No, it's not. The process is not easy because you know what? You have to come to the end of yourself. You have to come to the place where you surrender all to Christ. You, you look and say, you know what? There's no more way out. I'm no longer going to live to the pleasures of this earth I'm no, gonna, I'm no longer going to live for the pleasures of this world. I'm no longer going to do what the devil wants me to do. I'm no longer going to be with one foot in the a, in a kingdom of the devil and one foot in God's kingdom. I'm no longer going to be serving to master. I'm going to make up my mind. I'm going to serve Christ with the best of my ability. I'm going to close the doors to the devil and I'm going to fall in love with him. Amen. And that's how your life changes. And I have authority to talk about this because I've been there. I've been in your shoes. Some of you, you're dealing with all kinds of problems in your life, all kinds of spiritual issues. Okay, I've been in your shoes. I know exactly how it feels to be in the grip of Satan. I know exactly what it is to live in a home that is so messed up a home that you know everybody's fighting against each other i know what it is to live in hopelessness but also i know what it is to see my entire family being saved and being restored i also know what it is to pray to god to go after him and see my life being changed i've been there okay and guess what this whole process that i'm telling you that i went through listen i wish I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody that could get me by the hand and say, Fernando, this is the way to victory. Walk it. This is the way. If you walk this way, if you, if, if you go this way, you're going to get your victory. This is the way that your life can change. I didn't have a lot of the things that I share with you people of God. I had to go through myself. I've been through the, the you know, the up and downs. I've been through, you know, all this the stuff to get to where I am okay? I, I'm not feeling sad about me or, uh, or sorry about that I had to go through. you know God had to teach me to be able to minister to you now today I share with you not what I heard in somebody's book. I teach you, I share with you things that I went through. I've been on your shoes. I know what it is. To feel miserable, to feel, okay, depressed, oppressed, to be under the grip of Satan. I know that, okay? In my heart, my passion is to point you to Christ. I want to remind you I am not your deliverer. I am not your savior. okay? I don't want you to be hooked up to me. I don't want to control your life, to manipulate your life. I don't want to tell you that I'm the only one that can help you because I am not. I don't profess to be the best in in this. I'm not an expert in deliverance, and I don't want to be. That's not my goal, okay? I I don't know everything about deliverance. I'm learning as I go, okay? But I've been through a lot of things, and I know the the way to victory, amen? I'm not here to control you, to tell you I'm the only one that can help you. Far from me, that nonsense, okay? There are plenty of people there that can help you, okay? I'm not the only one. I don't profess to be the only one. I don't profess to be the only anointed person in this area. Jesus called me to set the catheter Jesus called me to help people in need, but I'm not the only one. I'm not the only vessel that is willing to be used in this area, okay? God can bless you, God can deliver you, there are many people out there that can help you, I'm just one of them, amen, and my goal is to point you to Christ, my goal is not to point you to my channel, my goal is not to point you to, to, to me, to my ministry, so that you can be in bondage to me, think that I'm the only one that can help you, no, I don't need that, okay, I don't need that, my heart is to point to Christ. If you can hear anything here on this channel that can help you to grow, to draw closer to God, praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be His name. Amen. Praise God. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you. I want to tell you that it does not need to take, okay, a lifetime for you to be set free. If you can, if you surrender to Jesus Christ... If you surrender to Jesus Christ, Jesus can set you free. Jesus can break the powers that controls you, the powers of the devil. Amen? Praise God. And so let us call upon his name. Let us ask the Lord this morning to set us free we all need to be delivered we all need to go from glory to glory from faith to faith and if there's anything that is hindering us to grow spiritually we need to be delivered we need any resistance anything that is resisting we need to to pray ask the lord to set us free amen and so let us call upon his name amen let us ask the lord to touch us, let us ask the Lord, amen, to bring deliverance to our lives. Let's ask the Lord to set us free. Amen. Would you please uh pray with me right now? Let us call upon his name. Amen. Let's ask him to set us free. Let's ask him to bring deliverance to our lives. Amen. Lift up your needs. Let's lift up the areas that you need a deliverance, that you need a touch from heaven. Amen. Let's believe him to touch us this morning. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I give you glory. I give you praise. And I give you all the honor that belongs to you. All the honor, all the glory belongs to you and to you alone. Lord God, I give you the glory. I give you the praise for allowing me. Lord God, for giving me this amazing opportunity to be able to share, Lord God, my testimony, to share what you did in my life. Lord God, the work that you did in my life, all the glory belongs to you. Lord God, religion didn't do it. Traditions of man was not able to help me. Lord God, all this, Lord God, all this, uh steps to this and that was not able to do it. Lord God, it was your power. It was your Lord God a hand coming to my rescue and setting me free. Lord God, deliverance was not able to do it. Lord God, no man was able to do what you did for me. Lord God, all the glory belongs to you. Father God, the same way that you deliver, that you set me free, I know without a shadow of doubt that you can do for this man, for this woman. It does not matter. It doesn't matter, Lord God, how bound up they are. It does not matter what they are struggling with. It does not matter, Father God, how much guilt and